Hey yo, it's your boy DJ Nasla, aka Alshon, and I'm here to invite y'all to the very first episode of the Say No More podcast. This podcast is gonna be one of the best hip hop shows out. Period. That's what we're setting out to do, and I say we because I mean my boy Brian, my brother Artis, Ming, everybody over at Beautiful Noise Entertainment that you know is passionate about hip hop and how much we love this. This art form, this culture, we love everything about it. We love the music of it. And it definitely comes down to the music. And something I'm really, really passionate about is like paying homage to those that came before us because I could not be here speaking on this mic, talking to anybody out there, relating to anybody else out in the world if it wasn't for the people that came before me. So before I even kick things off, I want to say a big rest in peace to. One of the great, one of the great guys just in hip hop period. He was a, a big soldier, you know what I'm saying? When it came to just hip hop, you, when you think of this man, you think hip hop. That's the only thing that you can think of if, unless you knew him personally to know that he was also a father, a husband, um, an attorney, a journalist, um, you know, a speaker, uh, spoke very eloquently and he's somebody that I definitely admired. I never got a chance to meet, but I'm talking about combat Jack, AKA Reggie Osei. Um, unfortunately, uh, we lost him before the new year turned to colon cancer and, um, very, very sad, very unexpected. Um, but you know, when you think of the man that anybody that, If you say his name, they just have nothing but great things to say about this guy. Um, I'm a big fan of Joe Budden podcast, as is um, everybody in my crew being from Jersey and stuff like that. So, you know, there's so many people that have said so many more words and whatever I'm going to say right here is not going to do any justice compared to it. But I just want to say how much he meant to the community and how much he inspired me to do what I'm doing right now and I'll, you know I'll touch on it more and more as we go along on this journey and stuff like that but um he's definitely responsible for me being here speaking on this mic today he's one of the main contributing factors and I just wanted to you know pay my respects to him properly in this in, in this particular way that that needed to be done so um with that being said once again rest in peace to combat jack and uh, we're going to keep moving on. So uh, what you're going to get from this podcast is going to be everything hip hop, but not just to leave it there, because hip hop is and in my mind and how a lot of other people and the pioneers think of it. It's a culture. It's not just about the music side of it. There's always been four elements to it. And a fifth, if you really go that deep with it, which is the graffiti writing, the B-boy break dancing, the rapping, the DJing, and then the fifth one being knowledge. So that's something that I'm here to kick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh, the whole Jay-Z, uh, you know, your rhymes is garbage when you're trying to kick knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, that's, that's what I'm trying to do over here, period. Like, it's I'm trying to educate people because that's something that I definitely got from Combat Jack. I got a lot of uh, wisdom, got a lot of information, got a lot of uh, got a lot of insight to a lot of people that, you know, that he you wouldn't necessarily 
get to hear their voices. Um, shout out to Noriega and the Drink Champs. They're doing something really, really incredible over there. If you have not checked out that podcast, I would definitely recommend it because it does touch on a lot of some of the classic stories, you know, from your favorite legends. And, and his biggest thing is, you know, we want to give people the roses and the flowers when they can still smell them. And there it's definitely hosted around legends. Another incredible show that was giving you, you know, a lot of light to hip hop and what's going on right now was everyday struggle. Now, unfortunately, Joe Budden has departed from the show and he's moving on to bigger and better things. He was doing that show along with DJ academics and the people over at complex. But at this point, there's not really, I feel like there's a void missing for the people that, you know, just that that are coming out, that are dropping mixtapes, that that they're not as big as, a, you know, a Drake, a Kendrick or a J. Cole or anything like that. But at the same time, they're they're on a rise. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people from the underground are speaking up and there's people that just have didn't have that really big career to the point where you're going to see them on the front of your YouTube page as soon as you open up because they have a new video out or they're going to be on the, you know, hip hop DX or anything like that, or two dope boys just, just right there in front of you. There's a lot of people still trying to fight to get in this game and still paying their dues like they used to back in the day. And sometimes with the way that, you know, music is released nowadays, they get overlooked. So in this particular case, I decided, you know, after many conversations with my friend, Brian, it was like, you know, we talk for like hours about different people that are so dope and so ill and, and, and contribute so much. But just it, it, it seems like me and him are the only two people talking about it until, you know, I'm an Uber driver. So you might have seen me out here in the streets of L.A. and all of that. So, you know, if you in a car with me and I speak to about uh, Isaiah Rashad or J.I.D., you know, what I'm saying or black or, you know, any of these different guys or Joey Badass, like I know, like if if you get a chance to talk to me, you can, you can feel the passion, you know what I'm saying? A big crit, a uh, Rhapsody. There's a number of people and, and shout out to the, you know, all of the nominees from the Grammys and stuff like that. Rhapsody is definitely in one of them categories, but you know, it took her a long while to get there. She, she dropped a lot of projects, you know, some mixtapes and albums and big crit has a huge catalog. And one of the guys that I said, Joe Button. You know, until everyday struggle, unfortunately, there's so many people that if I would mention his name, they'd be like, oh, what you mean to pump it up, guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that are in that same category. If you even ask a person about a Lupe Fiasco, as incredible as an MC as he is, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I ain't heard from him since, like, you know, Kick Push or uh, Superstar or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not in the mainstream, then people ain't really checking for it. And that's not the case. Hip hop has always been a living, breathing thing. And it's constantly moving. It's it's in your neighborhood. It's, it's, it's around your kids. You know what I'm saying? I got a kid now. I'm 34. I was born in 83. You know what I'm saying? 80s baby. Brian was born in 82. Like we've been around to see this happening. We just, we just heart MCs. You know what I'm saying? I'm a DJ and a producer. Brian started off messing with beats. He, he's a writer as, and I'll let him tell his story, but you know why you got me right here? I'm just, I have a huge CD collection. I, I still collect vinyl to this day. 
I still make beats from time to time. I like to produce tracks more than just sitting around making beats. But, you know, I'm kind of getting into that flavor too myself. But in the meantime, one thing that I am, I'm still a fan of it. And I think a lot of people get lost in the fact that they don't know the difference between being a critic nowadays, especially with all of the tools that you have on your phone, which is right in front of you. Forget your laptop because that's even old news. I just seen an Apple commercial the other day where a little girl was on an iPad. Lady leaned down and say, what you doing on your computer? And the girl say, what's a computer? You know what I'm saying? Like now everything is about the phone. Everything is about a comment. Everything is about a feeling that, you know, you have over something that just came out and you don't even take time to sit with it or anything like that or in, enjoy it and, and digest it. You know what I'm saying? Everything is so microwave now. And hip hop has never really been that. You know what I'm saying? We used to have things like the source, which really mattered when you would open up the back of the magazine to see how many mics an album got because that's what you wanted to know. Was it worth your purchase or was it worth, you know, going to hear it? But even at that time, albums was so dope and it was so much music coming out and people loved it so much people was just buying them and then they would go to the source and see what it actually got rated because you would base that about um, against the feeling that you had versus for the album or however you felt about it so it's really to bring back the conversation it's and i want to treat this this is all freestyle i'm not sitting up here with a bunch of notes i'm just kicking you right off the top of the head the ways that I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying, how I'm, whatever I'm thinking at the particular time. And it's really just a way to bring back a conversation about how you feel, about how you felt about a record. You know what I'm saying? That's something with me as a DJ. I'm a DJ because I love music, not just because I love the DJ. Learn that from Clark Kent. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who he is. This ain't the show for you. So, but anyway, yeah, no, I love music. Music makes me feel something. You know what I'm saying? And that's what hip hop, hip hop was all about a feeling. Whether you was upset, you could express it. You know what I'm saying? Whether you was happy, you could go express it. And I just want to bring that feeling and that flavor back. And we want to give you a place to where two people are going to be sitting here talking about it. It won't just be us. You know what I'm saying? All the time. We'll definitely have a guest here a two you know what I'm saying we'll, and we're gonna have regular people we want regular people like if I run into you on an Uber ride and I give you my information or something like that I definitely want you on the podcast because one we've already had enough of a conversation to know that I'm we're two people that can converse over or two, two or three people that can converse over you know about music about really you know some real strong topics and stuff like that so we're going to be bringing people on for those matters but as far as big guests you know we we look to get there one day god willing so uh this like i said this is just the intro episode to kind of give you an idea of what you what's in store you know what i'm saying on this long journey that I pray that, you know, as we get bigger and things like that, you know, people will be a part of it and we'll just continue to grow and do what we need to do. But um, I will leave you all with uh, a couple of my picks for some of my favorite albums of 2017. I'll be putting I'll be posting stuff on my Instagram. Brian's not an Instagram dude, so we gonna have to figure that whole thing out. Maybe one day we'll be able to convince him to get on there. But uh, I got it laid out in front of me right now. A couple of my favorite CDs that I, you know, I still buy CDs when I can because I just love the artwork. I, I miss 
taking out the booklet, you know what I'm saying? Looking at whatever pictures you decided to come up with, um, who helped out on the album. This is how I got my information about labels and this, that, and the third, just as a kid growing up. So some of my top picks right now in no shape, form or fashion, no, no order or anything like that. But these are just my favorite picks of the, uh, hip hop records to come out this year. Uh, Right off the back, we're going to go with two very obvious records, and that's going to be Kendrick Lamar's Damn and Jay-Z's 444. Now, those go without question for being two of the top levels of rapping at the top of this year, like just period. Like, you know, we can dive into it a little bit more. I will be doing certain reviews on albums and stuff like that, but I'm not going to beat a dead horse with Damn and 444. Like, if you haven't heard those records and you call yourself a hip-hop fan, again, this ain't the show for you. But I'm definitely going to touch on a couple of other records that uh, I do feel that, you know, definitely made the cut that people weren't necessarily talking about. Now, an easy one for me, is going to be two chains pretty girls like trap music now that particular one i feel like that's a record that you could play from front to back you know it had um had a lot of good records on here um some standouts that definitely hit the radio was like good drink and um 4 a.m with travis scott uh good drink was with gucci man and quavo and you know they had those guys had a big year from gucci man to uh to the rest of the amigos and stuff like that but uh, the It's a Vibe record played a lot, you know what I'm saying? But um, some of the ones that got me was definitely Saturday Night, Riverdale Road, uh, Doors Swinging, you know what I'm saying? Like Rolls Royce Bitch, like that was um, Poor Fool. Like this was a really, really solid album. And I think especially coming off of his uh, his last album, um, I forget the name of it, but that was the first time I bought a 2 Chains album. And I was like, yo, this dude has some lyrics. And I think a lot of people slept on it just because he had more lyrics than his previous album. And it wasn't so much just turn on music, but some of the stuff he was really trying to say something. And you can tell that he's definitely an MC with his, even despite how, you know, funny some of his raps may be. Like, he knows how to put this thing together. Very, very smart guy. And I learned a lot from him off that uh episode with him joe budden and uh academics on everyday struggles so shout out to two chains that was a very good album an album that surprised me a lot and uh i definitely wrote this post on my instagram was meek mills wins and losses um you know meek hold your head he's incarcerated right now you know what i'm saying and we definitely don't want to celebrate that like it's a thing to do or whatever you know we want to pray for Meek to get out and you know continue to drop material like this because it sucks that he dropped this particular type of project where it was really deep if you heard anything from heavy heart to 1942 flows to we ball like young black america these these are some of the standout tracks that were on this project i've never heard the caliber of lyricism that meek mill has displayed on this record versus any of his other records it definitely i think i i think i chose to buy this after hearing three tracks off here including the wins and losses intro with which i believe samples like will smith um talking about living the dream and everything like that so um great album nothing but great things to say about it another slept on album remy my fat joe plateau o plomo 
I mean, plots of old plomo. This one right here, man, is just, I mean, from warning to swear to God to spaghetti to all the way up. How can I forget? Like, how long? Go crazy. Heartbeat cooking. Like, money showers too quick and dreaming. It was like maybe too, you know, girly. I can't really say girly because Remy on there too and Fat Joe. So, they, they both handle their business. But this was a very hard album. Beats front to back. I mean, I ran this joint in a couple of times. Like this, this was definitely fire, and I think a lot of people slept on this one. So, um, if you if you slept on it, definitely go out there and check it out. I'm telling you, it's it's got stuff for the club. It's got stuff for that. You know that that wake up, rise and grind. Like I ain't worried about nothing. I'm out here to get to the bag type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like. And come on, I mean, Fat Joe is a legend and so is Remy, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really go wrong with them two MCs on it. So right there, that's already, that's five joints that we just ran off. I'm going to get to another one that for me was an instant classic. And that's Joey Badass's All-American Badass. Excuse me, a lot of people... Basically, kind of overlooked this one because everybody was such in a frenzy over what was going to happen with Kendrick Lamar's damn, especially the fact that he released the heart part four and, you know, kind of gave like a little cryptic message like, you know, what I'm saying rappers got to such and such date to get y'all shit together. Like, you know, what I mean, like it was um, it. So I, I felt that was unfortunate for Joey Badass, but. I'm still, you know, you, you're a fan. If you're a fan of everybody, I, I, I don't really like this new era where people can only be a fan of like one particular thing. Cause that's, that's not really how it goes. But, um, with Joey Badass, like had some amazing records on here, like good morning America. First of all, everything on here, all American badass was spelled with three K's. And the one thing I could say about this album without right, really going into it too much, because I really don't want to make this a super long podcast, but this album represented where black people are or were in 2017, because now we broadcasting live, we in 2018. So this this is where we were in 2017 with Trump being our president, everything that was going on in the news at the time. If you want to know where black people were years and years and years later, and you get your hands on this particular album, you can find out exactly where black people were at this time and what we were looking for. We needed a change. And this album represents it. And for this kid to be this young man and putting out music like this, incredible. Incredible. The design of the project, it came with the American flag, you know, sleeve, but it was all in bandanas. You know, it was it's just a what more can I say about it? We're going to run through these last couple of joints and then I'm going to touch on it more once I get, you know what I'm saying, either my brother, Artis, or Brian to kind of go over my my uh, selections, you know what I'm saying, and kind of combat me with it. But um, we're going to go with uh, Jadena, The Chief, Big Crit, Forever is a Mighty Long Time, Vince Staples, Big Fish Theory, Rick Ross, Rather You Than Me, and then finally to cap it off, Big Boy's Boomerverse. And I think for honorable mention, actually one of them joints was supposed to be honorable mention, but whatever. It was just a really good year for hip hop. Uh, as far as CDs that I actually got a chance to buy, this is the list that I'm going off of because there are all types of incredible albums out there. 
I'm actually looking my notes right now for some of the digital ones. <clears throat> excuse me, that I I definitely had on my list that in my phone because they didn't have a physical release. I just played them over and over. And that's JID's The Never Story, uh Sahai the Prince, No Dope on Sundays, Nick Grant, Return of the Cool, anything by West Side Gun and Conway, but in particular Rides on Fashion Avenue, Incredible Drake's More Life. That was something that I would have definitely picked up. Uh, T Grizzly, My Moment, DJ Quick, and Problem, Rosecrans, uh, Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. Just just absolutely incredible. David Banner, The God Box. Actually, now I'm on the other side of the list of the joints that did come out that I didn't pick up yet. So, The God Box, Snoop Dogg Never Left, Belly Mumble Rap, Wu-Tang Clan, The Saga Continues. And Raekwon's The Wild. So, um, incredible year for hip-hop. Uh, some of the other CDs that I actually did pick up that I've got here with me are uh, Tyler, the Creator, Scumfuck, Flower Boy, Lupe Fiasco's Drogas Light, uh, Big Sean, I Decided, Wale, Shine, and Jeezy Pressure. And um, like I said, we don't just deal with hip-hop over here. It's all music. So, I've got SZA with Control daily with uh, name of this one was the spectrum uh n-e-r-d no one ever really dies and of course gorilla gorillas humans album so um like i said those are just some of my favorite picks um we can get more deep into it as we go along especially on this journey that you're gonna take with us and but mainly just understand that you know hip-hop is in full force and full effect it hasn't gone anywhere. There are more movies, documentaries, and all types of things coming out. And I figured, as much as I'm passionate about it, as much as I talk about it, why not sit up here and try to, you know, gain an audience and a fan base of people that think like I do, feel the way I feel, and, you know, just just love it, just so passionate about it. So with that being said, I appreciate you tuning in for the very, very first episode the name of the podcast is Say No More. I am DJ Nasla, and that's just Alshon backwards for y'all that don't know. And you will be joined by my ho- my co-host, Brian. And that's it for right now. Y'all take it easy. Be safe out there and tune in for the next episode. I think you're going to like it. Peace. <laughs>